do not forget old episodes, whether they were good or bad. Come rate your favorite episodes, and by that I mean the fams. That still didn't rhyme. Welcome to Avant Bard, a podcast where two theater nerds explore the highest highs and the lowest lows of works inspired by that upstart crow himself. William Shakespeare, I'm going to say it normal this time. Is it because you were going to do it in Auld Lang Syne yeah. and then I sang Auld Lang Syne as the opening so we didn't discuss the opening? Yeah. Sorry. My name is Megan Charlo and I use she, her pronouns. My name is Matthew James Marquez and I use he, him pronouns. And... We did this last year, but we only were covering three-fourths of a year of yeah, episodes. not so, even, I don't think. No, it was half a year. It was half a year. So we were only covering half a year of Avant Bard when we did a year in review. And now we're doing a full year in review episode for 2021, the greatest year uh, that there's ever <laughs> been. Omicron is sweeping the nation. <laughs> So we are here today, dear listeners, to take a look back at an actual full year of avant-garde from January 2021 to December 2021. This is where I start up a PowerPoint and it's just pictures of us recording episodes and I go, oh, look how young they were. I mean, I've aged five years in one year. Can you even remember what our first episode of 2021 was, Megan? I know because I went back and looked, looked at, at them. all of them. Um, I'm going to guess it was. I'm looking at nothing. When I'm super wrong, I want everyone to know it's because I have literally nothing to go off of. I'm looking at a Christmas tree. Um, on Gore. Incorrect. Damn, what was it? <laughs> Private Romeo. Oh my god, yeah, no, it wasn't. Angor was fifth. Hey, first five. Angor came out in March. Isn't that when the year starts? Yep. <laughs> anyway, Megan, I have some statistics about what we covered on Avant Bard this year. They're random, but I just wanted to tell you. I want to know all of them. We covered 17 films. We covered five television events slash cartoon segments slash episodes of TV shows. We covered two cartoons. I mean, technically three because you count Arthur as two, but eh. it's one and then two like, episodes that were around cartoons. Yes. Two foreign language films, both of them Bollywood films. Two episodes about Shakespeare. Two episodes completely not about Shakespeare. I'm so lost already. I'm, well, tr the, I'm trying to remember all of these, and I'm like... The two episodes Two about, cartoons? And two, I'm still stuck on that. Two episodes about Shakespeare is Twilight Zone and Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. The two not about Shakespeare were Edward II and Scrooged, which... Doesn't count, because that's not... Uh, oh, wait, Kit Kat Club wasn't on that part either. Never yeah, mind. So we had two mini podcasts yep. in our podcast. We covered 14 of Shakespeare's plays. So I'm not going to name all of them. Wait, what was 
the other cartoon that wasn't Arthur? Lion King. That oh, was this year. That was this year. Yeah. Remember we talked about how yeah. hot all the lions were? Oh, no, I know that. So we covered Romeo and Juliet technically four times. Can you name the four times? Private Romeo. Correct. Spruces in the Pines. Correct. The last one is a little bit of a trick. Think no chemistry. Think the funniest sex scene you've ever seen. Uh-huh. Think New Orleans. Oh, make your move. And the last one's a bit of a trick. The last oh, it's because it's Shakespeare in Love. Yes. I count that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We covered Hamlet three times. Do you know the three times of Hamlet? Ophelia. Correct. Rosengild? Yes. We just mentioned it. The Lion King isn't Hamlet. I counted it for both. Fine. A little bit of a trick. And then we covered uh, Henry the Fourth two times, Lion King, and... Uh, My Own Private Idaho. Mm-hmm. Macbeth two times. So. McFrensky. Mm-hmm. And Scotland, PA. Yep. And Comedy of Errors two times. On Gore. Mm-hmm. And Big Business. Yep. Yes. You got the smaller ones more. Yeah, that's because they were better. And weren't tricks. Yes. So yeah, Megan, we covered a lot this year. Good for us. And for my next segment, basically audience, I prepared like all of this for Megan. Yeah, I was like, we should do this episode and Marquez went, but it's already 2022. And I said, yeah, but don't you want to? And then I just kind of didn't do work. And Marquez took care of it. Yeah. So I have what I'm calling the MMVP. The Mest of VPs. The, the mostest most, of valuable players. The most, most valuable player. So I have gone through every episode and I have notated when you and I agree on the MVP for the episode. Okay. It's only when we agree. Okay. I do have some that are disqualified, which I will mention as I mention them. No, just go with the disqualified ones first. Okay. Because I don't, I I want these categorized in my brain. Okay. Three disqualified. Okay. So. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Mm, dishonorable Dishonorable mentions. mentions. Daisy Ridley as Ophelia in Ophelia. Disqualified because you were leaning towards the guy who played Horatio. And we ended up just choosing Daisy Ridley by default because it wasn't her fault the movie was so bad. True. But we didn't particularly like her in it. Yeah. It was more like respect out of the performance. Also disqualified, Nadine and the robot in the Arthur episodes. Because... I was about to say that we shouldn't do MVP when you barged in and said that <laughs> Nadine was MVP. And I was Fair. like, I didn't even want to do it, but I agreed with you, so. Yeah. And finally, the last disqualification is Kathy Harum as Martha Fuller in The Spruces and the Pines because that movie's just bad and I don't want to talk about her performance. Ow. Like, she was fine. Yeah, she was fine. She's not going to win MVP, MMVP. Sorry, it's more like a mercy killing. Yeah, you know, when you're about to crown your top greats, and so you do a mercy killing of those just below them. It it is more like there's no discussion about her being MMVP. She couldn't compete with the others, so I took her out. All right, who are we down to? Okay. Who's in the running? How many are in the running? Okay. Oh, no. No, (laughs) too many. Ten. I'm disqualifying someone else. Okay, who has now been dishonorably disqualified? Also a mercy killing. Okay. Tom Wilkinson as Hugh Feniman in Shakespeare in Love. 
I'm disqualifying him because he couldn't hold a candle. He can't. He can't win. We love him. He is an honorable mention. Yes. And I'm also going to disqualify someone else. Who else? I'm also disqualifying Frankie Darrow as Robbie the Robot and Marvin Miller as the voice of Robbie the Robot in Forbidden Planet. (gasps) Because we just like Robbie. The performance, sure, fine. Was incredible, but as an adaptation... Robbie is there. I mean, Robbie's not doing like a lot of dramatically relevant things. We just like a robot. So I'm disqualifying. Yeah. Okay. The top eight. Who are we down to? Okay. The top eight. Megan, and these are a hot eight. Yeah, I'm literally taking notes. Okay. Starting off, I'm going in chronological order. Matt Doyle as Glenn Mangan in Private Romeo. Amy Acker as Beatrice in Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing. I'm telling you, it's a hot eight, Megan. Devin Verma as Bahadur in Angor. Smokin' eight, Megan. Josh Hartnett as Hugo Golding in O, Othello. Uh. Boa as Aya in Make Your Move. Morna Tierney as Pat in Scotland, PA. Now, I'm getting word, Megan, from the Academy that this is a controversial opinion. Really? I'm getting word. Oh, it turns out it's because you named both of the Macbeths. Well, yes, but technically. Morna Tierney as Pat Solo. So though she is controversial, she is still in. She's still in. Next, a scorching hot member of the eight. Lily Tomlin. As Rose Ratliff slash Rose Shelton in Big Business. And last, but certainly not least, can you guess, Megan? No. Harry Lennox as Aaron in Titus. That's a hot eight, Megan. That's a hot eight. So how are we going to decide, Megan? I'm thinking we might do tournament. Tournament? Tournament bracket? bracket. Yeah. How are we going to categorize? Let me make it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right, so I've made a quick bracket. Cool. We've got comedy side and dramatic side. Okay. So first up, we have Glenn from Private Romeo versus Boa in Make Your Move. Okay. Glenn is the only saving grace of that film, and I think that- Well, I also think that Boa is also like one of the only saving graces of that film. I think there were other people that I was fine with, though, in Make Your Move. Like, there were other things in Make Your Move, like dancing, that I went, oh, that's cool. While Private Romeo, really, it's just based on if they're acting well. Glenn also wins because it's a direct adaptation, which sucks because we're comparing Shakespeare's words to, I don't know, some screenwriter who got paid some amount of money. Next up. Okay. Bahadur. Yeah. Versus Rose from Big Business. I mean, I have my answer, but... I think I gotta go with Bahadur, just because I think Angor's better. I was going to go with Bahadur, too. As much as I love Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin is perfect, but... Okay, on the other side, dramatic. This could be a little bit harder, Megan. We have Hugo from O versus Aaron the Moor. I don't know. I don't know. Because once again, we have an adaptation versus... A direct a adaptation. A direct adaptation. <sighs> let's like let's let's do the other one. Uh, the, first. I don't okay. Beatrice versus Pat. I'm gonna give it to Morna Tierney as Pat over Amy Acker as Beatrice. <sighs> I just feel like this is another direct adaptation versus 
more loose adaptation, but I think that the strength lies in how loose it was with her character, at least. Well, and also Beatrice is just a good good role. role no matter what yes and lady m is a good role but if we think about fast benders macbeth we didn't like we that. didn't like that lady m you know what i agree Pat- like, i i love amy acker in that role I, it's so hard for me see here's the thing i've seen plenty of good beatrice yeah because the I role like. is just a good part and especially if you're doing a direct adaptation and i don't think she's doing anything particularly unique unique yeah. as beatrice she's just doing a good beatrice yeah okay back to hugo versus aaron okay so difficult this is so hard they are both well i mean of course they're the mvps of their films i'm like they're both the best parts of their movie like, that's, yeah, that's the, the point. point see the thing is megan aaron is in less of titus and hugo's in the most of O. yeah which is hard. Yeah, it's very impressive for this to be so hard, considering how little Aaron's in Titus. And I think that both of the actors and the characters and how they're portrayed are both pitch perfect with the film that they're in. Yes. Like, watch your girl, bro. Like, we laugh at it, but it is perfectly in line with what that film is doing. And the way that Aaron stares at you through the camera, perfect. So it's very difficult. I'm going to state we already have a white guy on the list. I was thinking (laughs) choosing Aaron because of the fact that it's such a hard choice and he is not the main character. Yeah, he's in less and he stands out more. Yes. So So I, I agree. Aaron. Aaron moves forward. Yep. All right. We now have... Glenn versus Bahadur. It's Bahadur. It's Bahadur. I'm sorry. That first category was pretty weak. They were the least hot of the eight. And we have Pat versus Aaron. I'm putting my hands up for this one. But I, it's a, very difficult. It's very difficult. Let's discuss. Again, Let's we, discuss. we have a direct adaptation. Yes. Versus. A looser a, adaptation. Again. It's the same thing. And I would argue that Lady Mac is in pretty much the same amount of the original play as, like, Aaron is. Yeah. Because she disappears for, like, Yeah. She's given more in Scotland, PA. Yes. She chops off her hand like Titus does. I'm literally just thinking of that moment where they're sitting farther apart. Yeah. Just like her secondary acting in general. She's given more to do in the film than Aaron is. And Aaron suffers (sighs) because... It is a direct adaptation, and the character is given no... Dimension. Because that's... That's Aaron. He's bad. Period. Well, I mean, he has dimension. As I have said many times, he cares about his baby more than any father cares about their child in Titus Andronicus. He also uh, digs up corpses and puts them outside of uh, his friends' houses. So I'm going to give it to Pat. (laughs) Yeah, I think... This also is just a shout out to how good Scotland PA is. Yeah. Megan, I listened back, obviously. Do you remember what you said about Scotland PA? That I want to own it on DVD? No. Oh, no, what? You were having a terrible day when we watched (gasps) it. Yeah, I was. And then you said, like, this film changed my entire outlook that day. Yeah. Okay. The final two. Okay. Bahadur versus pat (sighs) i have to give it to bahadur you're gonna give it to bahadur 
I mean, I do too, Megan. He's so funny. Well, it's also just, like, I know we kicked out Lily Tomlin pretty early. Yeah. But playing two roles in a film. Yes. Very similar roles. Two very similar roles and making them different. Distinct. Both funny. I mean, I think Angor is the funniest movie we watched this year. I think it's the funniest movie we've watched, period. Yes. We were watching it in a different language. Yes. And yet it was still funny as hell. Yes. And the performances were the reason why. I'm going to give it to Bahadur. MMVP is awarded to Bahadur. Devin Verma, you are deceased. We cannot give you an award, but that actually, if you believe in an afterlife, Perhaps we're giving it to you right now. He won Filmfare Best Comedian Award for Angor and, more importantly, our MMVP for 2021. I'm just kidding. It's not more important culturally. Really, ours is nothing. (laughs) Yes, but you win. Okay, Megan, that was fun. Let's keep up this energy by naming our bottom three things that we covered this year on Avant Bard. So we compiled a full list, but for your sake, since we covered like 20 something things, we are only going to name our bottom three and our top five. So Megan. Yes. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Does not matter. I say we just say the full three. Okay. Third worst. Mm -hmm. Midsummer Nightmare. Okay. Second worst. The Spruces and the Pines. Okay. And worst worst. Twilight Zone. Act break. The new Twilight Zone. The new Twilight Zone. Marquez? Number three, the spruces and the pines. (laughs) Number two, the new Twilight Zone act break. What's your worst worst? Worst worst. Midsummer's Nightmare. I thought you said you liked Midsummer Night. No, you just said it's more attached to the play than Spruces and the Pines. It does not mean you like it. No, yeah, it's bad. These three were trash garbo. Yeah. Just the absolute worst things we watched. Oh, so bad. And it says a lot. That our bottom three are the same, just out yeah. different order. And And Megan, if you were to ask me, Hey, you want to have the same bottom three and just rearrange yours? I would say okay. Yeah, I'd probably say sure. Eh, No, I wouldn't put Midsummer Nightmare last because it has Dominic Monaghan. I wouldn't put it as my worst worst. That's fair. It could be my second worst. Megan, did you know you did not pick Dominic Monaghan as your MVP for Midsummer's Nightmare? Yeah. He he said puck this too many times (laughs) for Dom to win. That's fair. Okay, top five. Number five. On Gore. My own private Idaho. Number five. Number five. Megan, screw you. <laughs> I, I knew you'd be mad, because, but it's still in my top five. I know, I know. Number four. Titus. Oh. Four? Four. I love that film. It's bad, but I love that film. Oh is 11 for me. It really shouldn't be. I know that when we were recording the episode, I was like, this isn't good. But it just, it strikes me somewhere. I will say 11's not bad. 11 is above 50th percentile. That's not your top four, though. No. Number three. Scotland, PA. 
Shakespeare in Love. Number three. Number three. Wow. Number two. Shakespeare in Love. Angor. Two. 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 Okay, okay. Number one's got to be Scotland PA. <laughs> You're so weird. You're like, where's Scotland PA? <laughs> Number one. You go, Megan. Yeah, it's Scotland PA, Marquez. What's my number one? On Gore. No. no I, you already said on Gore. Yeah. Oh, my own private Idaho. That's what I meant. My number one is my own private Idaho. A film that just spoke to me, which I understand You're why a it's- a gay man. I understand why it's five. It's in, still in the top five. So our top five, you're missing Titus and I'm missing O. And Titus is my number five, six. Oh, Titus is six. Yeah. O is 11. Yeah, yeah, no. It was... <laughs> I mean, that's fine. We got a very similar top five. That just means O speaks to you it in does. a weird way. It does. I like our top five. Final segment. We're coming to a close. Yes. We're ending this year? Yes. At the beginning of the next year already? So. Yeah. What are your hopes and dreams and wishes for next year of Avant-Garde 2022? I really want to cover something and talk to one of the creatives again. Like we did with the 2017 Midsummer. Megan, it's 2016-2017. Yeah. Remember we discussed yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just such a cool experience. I really want to do that again because it also, you know, just gives more information on the process and what they think is important for adaptations and things like that. And I want to do more of that. That's really my main thing is I just want to reach out. I want to reach out. I want to talk to people. I want to collab. I want to have guests. What about you? What are your hopes for 2022? I have a couple. Okay. I am staking my claim right now we will cover at least season one of slings and arrows oh okay at least season one okay might be a multi-year thing where we cover a season a year because i cannot we'll have to discuss this logistically it is my white whale it is my sisyphean task to cover slings and arrows but it is so long yeah and it does not work with our format. We'll make it work. Well, we will we'll find a way. But I need to cover it. Yes. And it's something that we've discussed since the beginning. And we constantly reference it. Yes. Two. A guest. I thought, yeah, that's what I said. I'd like to have guest. But like, not like a cre- not like not, not like an interview, but like an actual guest. An yeah. An actual guest. Someone we know to talk about an adaptation they, they bring to us. Yes. Because I would like someone... To have passion for what they're talking about. We we do have episodes where I know it or Megan knows it and then we bring it to each other. But having someone bring an outside one in, I think. Even if it's on our list, just knowing that they care about it is what matters. I have uno mas. Do you have any more? No, I just really want to have uh, other people involved. What I have one goal, then I can stick to it. Okay, then I have a third goal. Yeah. I'm doing it, Megan. I'm forcing it. Okay, I'll have to force some issues off record. Oh, off actually, I have mic. two more. I have two oh, more. Oh, my. Okay, I'll definitely need to come up with some stuff off mic to force you to do. Got it. Two more. Yeah. One. Yeah. Find an adaptation for every Shakespeare play. 
not cover them, but like, or to cover cover the ones that we haven't done yet. Oh, okay. Oh, it's going to be almost an impossibility. Yeah. But yeah, I want to cast a widest net as possible. But like, if we already covered it, it's done. We're yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, we're not covering all of them this Again. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like after the end of 2022, we will have at least one episode for each Shakespeare play possible. possible. Oh, actually, I have something I'd like to do in the new year. Yeah. I would like to maybe start like a blog or a forum or something to discuss books based on Shakespeare. Not cover them in episodes because that's hard. Yes. That's good. I like that. Because I also want to read more next year. Okay. So I think that would be a good motivator to read more. Yeah, sure. We could also cover like video games on it. So you could talk about Elsinore, things like that. <sighs> okay. My last one. Mate. Yeah. If I say it's coming into being just as a warning. Okay. This year. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh-huh. Romeo and Juliet sealed with a kiss. The cartoon Romeo and Juliet with seals made by one dude that I watched in college and lost my gosh dang mind. Uh Uh-huh. I am putting it on the docket. We are watching it. Okay. Not for a while, because we just did uh, Romeo and Juliet two episodes ago. But it's happening, Megan. Okay. You're going to watch it, and it's going to be the worst thing <laughs> that we've watched. Worse than Midsummer's Nightmare. Okay. Worse than Spruces and the Pines, I swear to God. Okay. We're going to suffer. Okay. I promise nothing in 2022 but suffering. (laughs) Well, with that, (laughs) I hope you guys liked uh, the year 2021 in Avant Bard. Because 2022 is going to be a gauntlet. I guess we're going real hard this next year. So if you want to show some support, you can follow us on all social media at Avant Bard Pod. And if you really like what we... I don't know what this bit is. I don't know. I'm getting scared. And if you really liked what you heard here today, besides the parts about pain, you can support us at patreon.com slash avantbardpod. And if you really liked the parts about pain, you can still support us at patreon.com slash avantbardpod. I don't know if they're going to be bloopers for this episode, probably. If there are, you'll find them there next week. And until then, we will see you anon. Lang syne. And it's gonna be painful. No! You're gonna hurt listening to this <laughs> podcast. No! Avant Bard is created by Matthew James Marquez and Megan Charlotte. To support the show, visit patreon.com slash avantbardpod. We would like to thank Riley Allen for the creation of our theme music, Cloverkin for our logo artwork, and everyone in the audience for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Avant Bard, you can visit us on all social media platforms at avantbardpod.